Yo, this week's episode of the Cure Podcast is brought to you by Studio. Studio wants to revolutionize the way people see headphones as not just a tech device, but also as an accessory. Currently, the headphone market can offer you one or two things, style or tech. Fashionable headphones tend to lack the proper sound quality, and high-tech variations are bulky and not design-oriented. Studio wants to bridge that gap. While emphasizing their modern Scandinavian design, they also want to provide a product that matches the quality of even the highest rated headphones on the market for a fraction of the cost. They even also provide free worldwide shipping. Go to studiosweden.com and use offer code the Cure Podcast to save 15% on your checkout. That's S-U-D-I-O-S-W-E-D-E-N.com and save 15% using offer code the Cure Podcast. Now, let's begin the show. You're getting to be a big boy. I'm just a kid who's bored. Each day I grow some more. I like exploring. I'm Caillou. So many things to do. Each day is something new. I'll share them with you. I'm Caillou. My world is turning. Changing each day. With mommy and daddy, I'm finding my way. Another week. The Cure Podcast. I am Rel. Oh, it's been a month since I last recorded. I'm on my podcast girlish. Sorry. Shout out to Feast. Um, I've just been trying to comprehend the last month or two. Um, so that's been like delaying with me recording. Um, what? Uh, yeah, that's what's been delaying me with me recording. Just comprehend the last month or two and like trying to like move forward with the podcast. And I'm going to state all of this at the end of the show. But I'm giving y'all an episode. Um, yeah, and it's now time to like introduce my guest actually. Uh, I, I gotta act like I've done this before because. I'm doing I'm doing a sloppy job. Um but yeah, he was on the last episode, which was great. Thank you guys for saying the episode, giving your input. I got Mr. Antoine King. Whoops, I shouldn't probably say your last name, but it's okay. Really my whole name, yo. <laughs> I mean if they checked out your show, they probably know that's your name by now. Oh yeah, you're right. Um, but welcome back. What's up? How have you been? It's been a month since you recorded that show. Um, I've been pretty good. Um, just out here working. Uh, cybersecurity, right? Cybersecurity, just trying to maintain did my nerdum and flourish in it. Did we state where you worked the last time? No, no, we're not gonna state that. Uh, <laughs> okay. Well, welcome back. Welcome back, and welcome back. Uh, what I've been up to since last record? Oh, my birthday passed, so I'm now. Yeah, birthday. happy belated birthday. Uh, um, <laughs> it was a cool event. <laughs> it was a cool event. Uh, my. What was the highs? What was the lows? Like you can't say I had a birthday. Like what happened? How much did you drink? Let me tell wait, you. Wait, pause. Like, let me ask you. Yo, so I looked at your Snapchat. Let me tell you about this dude. Like his family actually get together as a family and give like this. Epic, all sappy, like toast, and everybody like drink and partaking, like, oh, happy birthday. Yo, that shit is something I see on TV. Well, go ahead. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Just let it throw that in there, y'all. We don't do shit like that. But well, go ahead. 
Um, so the month of October in general is just a busy month for me. It's my aunt's and it's my birthday and it's my cousin's birthday. So since we last recorded, I've been through almost two to three birthday parties. First one was uh, my cousin, my bodyguard, who I always say, talk about on the show. He had a birthday. I, it was his, uh, one of his next stepping stone birthdays, I guess. I'm not going to tell his age. Um... And so I, I, it was my, me and my other two cousins who y'all heard on the show before. It was actually, yeah, the Taylor and Ashley. Um, we was, you know, throwing him a little something. His girlfriend was trying to throw him something. Uh, but uh, sh- it, it was, it was, it was just like you know, it, it couldn't really happen the way she wanted. And then she like um, ha- end up having plans. So it was just like conf- conflicting. So we just end up taking him out to City Island. So that's that. That happened that weekend. Then the following week was my birthday, with, along with my other cousin Taylor, who, um, like I said, you heard on the um previous show, the question mark show, I should say. Um, so we were celebrating together at this place called uh, Cherskara Platforma, where they bring you like meats and stuff. That's the um place I told you we should go when you up here. Oh yeah, uh, it's pretty good. It's pricey though. Like sixty five dollars per person or something like that. Yeah. Um. But yeah, so we did that, and then, uh, on Halloween, Halloween was the following week. Oh, and I also went out on my birthday day was a Sunday. It was the twenty second, and I went out with my uh junior high school friends and some of like the work people. Um, one of the work. Well, she's a former employee at my job. She came out, um, and we went to this like rooftop lounge, and it was pretty dope. Um, and then before the rooftop lounge, that's when Antoine was stating like how my family does these shots, type of thing, like these little sentimental shots. Yeah, you should play the clip for him. I don't think I even have the video yeah. no more. You know, Snapchat deletes that shit within 24 hours. Um, but yeah, then like I said, me and my bodyguard went to the rooftop lounge with my um middle school friends and whatnot. Well, friends from middle school. I should, that sounded wrong. Um, yeah, that's really about it. That's my life. Halloween happened. Had a Halloween party, and yeah, that's what. Did happened. you dress up? <laughs> you know, <laughs> I dressed up as a pedestrian because I didn't. I, <laughs> what the hell, yo? <laughs> my, me and my cousin was plotting. We was like, is either a pedestrian or be like, you know, that Romeo commercial when he went to college. So I should say I'm going to every college. That's so late. <laughs> but now nah, I'm not into Halloween. I don't like the whole dressing up thing. And that's you spending mad money for something you're just gonna wear once throughout the whole year. Yeah, that's true. I'm uh, unless recycled. I carry over to like yeah, yeah. Unless you carry it over to like next year or the following yep. year. So um, yeah, I'm not really into Halloween. But it was just like a. It wasn't like a big party. It was for um. Like kids and adults, adults had to be YOB and all of that, but mostly mainly for kids. You you went to Trilloween. How was that? I did. I enjoyed my first time attending Trilloween. Trilloween um, is a um, party hosted by the Reed's Kid Fury. Um, told you the show. Told you before the show's inspired by other podcasts, and they are one of them. And he does these parties every year called Trilloween and three three o five live and all of that. 
So Antoine here wants to trill away. Anything? Yeah. <clears throat> it was a lot of ass shaking and trap music. What more can you ask for? I think one thing I loved about it, um, everybody actually danced. Like there was no, how can I say it? Really wasn't a lot of people like just standing around, face turned up at you, frowning, judging. You know how we do at parties. People don't dance no more. They just kind of post up on the wall and talk about everybody who's on the floor and shit like that. But everybody actually was dancing and shaking their ass. So I enjoyed every minute of it. Mm. Oh, yeah. For disclaimer, uh, we were recording on Skype again. He's coming here this week, but I need to, I need to knock the sponsor out because um, they're expecting my the content this week so oh um i went to a day 26 concert <laughs> well listen to party <laughs> with my home girl we come from queens kadesha and it was pretty dope it was pretty dope i love day 26 um, i do i like day 26 i won't bash yes i will yo rob <laughs> yes rob dude we gotta get it together why? Why he have to get it together? Um, he looks. Um, no, I'm not gonna body shame. Um, they look great, sound good still. Um, I'm just gonna wish them success in this comeback, and that's all I have to say. Rob, you need to be in the gym, son. So you told you say he need to be in the gym. Yes, he looks like he swallowed like. I don't know. He that's, just looks. That's what fame and money does. Yeah, but hey, you gotta maintain the image. Yeah. But they they sound great. I'm looking for, looking forward to the new music. Um, shout out to my friend, like I said, Kadesha. She <laughs> she was a thug last night. Let me tell you. So day twenty six had almost everything planned out. Rob's um, vodka was there. Um, it's called Vu Vodka and um, and they had food there. So there was a long line for the food, and um, friends was trying to hold spots for friends, whatever the case may be. So when this one, uh, when this one uh, girl skipped the line, skipped her friend, like back skips, whatever, um, Kadesha got upset and just like jump, just jump in front of her, and they was about to go, and I was like, oh fuck, do I have to fight? <laughs> but uh, Kadesha just like said, I- I'm waiting in line, and it was it was crazy. I was like, oh snap, because Kadesha is this church girl. <laughs> so oh, wow. I, 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 didn't, I, didn't ex- I didn't expect her to get all thuggy, but um, Monique did say that she has a thug side. Um, she really just started thugging. <laughs> went, went to, when it gets to the point of pushing her. So, um, yeah, it was really dope. She, Me and her had this uh, thing where we just was <laughs> like fans of Day 26, so we decided to go together. Um, if you see our snaps, we'd be battling each other too and like lip syncing. So, um, but yeah, that was dope. Anyhow, let's get into the waiting room. So this week was Halloween. I'm, it, a lot of things happened. Uh, I want to start on, I guess, uh, low, medium, and high. Uh, the travesty. It was uh, on Halloween day during the day. Um. The world is crazy. Yeah. uh, Like, I can't even find the words. A terrorist attack happened. They want to call it a terrorist attack. um, Where this guy mowed down about eight or nine people and killing them all. um, And 
the west side of New York City. Um, he drove a truck and was just like mowing down people. This this area is like around the Chelsea Pier area as well, so a lot of things happen over there. So he actually picked the, I guess the, I don't want to say the right time of the day, but it's just that a lot of active people's over there, like far as running, riding a bike, or whatever the case may be, and it's like around two three o'clock in the afternoon around that time is very busy because like delivery trying to happen and plus it was halloween so a lot of companies was letting off early so i guess if parents had um to take their children trick-or-treating they had enough time like hell even my job let us go early so i was pretty happy about that um but yeah this guy decided to run over like i think it was eight people or nine people um killing them all and he said he was uh doing it for isis and whatnot um what's your thoughts and views on this this shit is just getting out of hand now. it's like second nature it's almost like everybody's plotting about hmm let's see what i can do now to make the news or be good you think they're doing it for like publicity or you think because the, the news tried to say he was a rogue a rogue um almost like a rogue agent for isis like which that don't make sense neither yeah it don't make sense so isis just because if he's rogue alone well not rogue but lone wolf so is he part of isis or is he like not part of isis even though lone wolves can mean there's so many different definitions but they was also trying to like i say he was rogue a rogue terrorist Probably one of those uh, dummies who took it upon himself to research or try to follow whatever damn laws or tactics or shit they got going on and just and they did said, something stupid. No, they said that he was um he was all uh, like really low key about it too because like they couldn't even like track it like really track it like how they normally do for the terrorists. Like he was like in the dark web, I guess. I didn't like I didn't know stuff like that exists until like I actually was taking courses in college. Like, did you always know about that? Well, it make me sound like I'm calling you old, but during your time? Nope. I learned about it through Scandal as well. Yeah, <laughs> that's I'm how a lot of this <laughs> stuff is coming to my life. Yeah, it's really coming to head because, like, it's crazy. Like, my, our, well, the podcast condolences to those victims and the families. Um, Like, nobody should really, like, it's, it's sad. You can't even walk the streets no more as a like pedestrian or a citizen anywhere because like right now there's a breaking news as while we're recording how a church just got shot up in texas and i want to see what they're going to call it i wonder if it's if it's like a white guy or a terror attack or whatever the case may be let's see what they're going to call it it was a baptist church in texas that just got shot up any thoughts any other closing thoughts no, I'll definitely send out my prayers and just tell people, yo, we have to be more careful, you know? It's just like common everyday thing now. Mm-hmm. Pretty much can be your damn last day on earth. So, you know, just be fun, have fun. Be safe, have fun while you out. Just kind of be aware of your surroundings. That's all you can do. <laughs> you know who needs to be safe? Who? Wendy Williams. <laughs> How you doing? How you doing? That's a, that's a morbid transition, but I'm sorry. This tall tree fell the other day while live here. Dressed, 
So it was Halloween, and you know she does her yearly dress up. Like last year, I think she was like Wonder Woman, and and um part of like the film coming out that year, later on that year, and this year she was a Statue of Liberty. So the dress does look a little snuggin' and like like had layers to it, and she had a green wig on and a crown or whatever. So she was a Statue of Liberty again, and. While on air, she just came back from break. Just came back from break. And <laughs> looked like she saw a ghost. And I was like, first she came back, she's like, the first caress. I was like, what? <laughs> what is she talking about? <laughs> then she just like, her eyes saw the bulging out. I was like, oh shit. And you could, t- I don't know. To me, it looked like a stroke at first. Like, she just caught a stroke in the middle of the day. And she just backed up. And next thing you know, she leaned back and fell to the floor. And fell so dramatic, too. <laughs> you <laughs> like, know she fell all cutesy and stuff. Right. But you know you know what it reminded me of? You've you seen all the Twilights, right? Yeah. The, the second to last one where Bella was pregnant. <laughs> <laughs> and she fell to the floor because the baby right. was like... <laughs> Yo, and her back twisted all the way back, like basically cracked. That's what it looked like for Wendy, and I was like, "Oh shit, is this bitch dead on live TV?" But um, you know, a lot of people had their speculations. What if she's back on drugs? Or, you know, Wendy Williams. A lot of shit has been going on in her personal life, her family. What if she back on that shit, and it might well, cause her- you know some kind of. Her team needs to like jump on her. I'm sure she has a great team and a, like great um friend group. They need to tell her like, yo, it's not that serious. Like, you you talk about other people's lives. You need to just talk about yours and keep it moving. I think that's right. I, I think that's the issue. Let's say if she is going back to the drugs, she's probably self medicating herself to numb numb the pain that all these issues came to light. Because if you look at it, that costume couldn't have been that hot. Nah, I'm not buying that. And I went to the Wendy Williams. <laughs> nah. I, I went to the Wendy Williams show before. They even in the winter they had that shit blasting like of AC. Like right. it, it has to be cold in that place for I forgot what they say what the reasons why, but it just has to be cold in that place. As cold as it was outside, it was cold in that damn studio. And. For her to try to say she overheated and, and like, I mean, granted, that could happen because that happened to me one time. I overheated. I have enough electrolytes. I slightly blacked out, but I caught myself when I blacked out, if that makes sense. Yeah. Like, I don't know if this ever happened to you or to the listeners. Like, when you do overheat, because I remember that day perfectly. I just got through working out and I always go through the same ritual of after I work out, I run to the sauna. And then I run from the sauna. I run like go to my car, and it was just this one particular day I couldn't stop sweating and all whatever the case may be. So I finally made it home because um this gym is like ten minutes from my house. I finally made it home, and next thing you know, I just started feeling weird, and I just like like things just got dark, and I and I caught myself. Um, against the wall of my uh, like on the side of my refrigerator and I was like oh shit that shit was scary but I knew it had to be something like being like dehydrated or whatnot. but so like granted it could have been that with her but nah the way her mouth turned I was like she catching a stroke on live TV something 
Whitney, you in danger, girl. You need help. Somewhere, somewhere right now, Whitney. Well, up in heaven right now, Whitney Houston is laughing at her. <laughs> Do something. <laughs> <laughs> she yelling, "Karma, bitch!" Right. <laughs> I seen the statue. Of, <laughs> every time I drive past the Statue of Liberty every day, from um, like here from my house to work, <laughs> I just like. Well, ever since that day, I just like the Statue of Liberty. Probably like this bitch is disgracing me. <laughs> like, like bitch, stand tall. Cause that's all I do. <laughs> ah, poor Wendy. But and then she had the nerve to go to G GMA. Right, like did a whole segment. Like, yeah, really. I'm, I'm like, uh, like people, people, people think every day, B. You every day. <laughs> like they hold up my train car. When I like sometimes take the train to work, cause they like fainted. Like, come on now, it wasn't need, no need for like a GMA um story. GMA is Good Morning America for those. If I do have out of country listeners, um, yeah, that's crazy. Last but not least, this is more of a high, I guess. Beyonce was dressed as. Little Kim for Halloween. Yeah, and she had like five, like three or four different outfits for her too, like for the different phrases that Little Kim was going through in life. I'm like, go ahead, Beyonce, except for that the the one with the titty out. My thing is, I wonder how Nicki Minaj felt about this. <laughs> she probably was like, I just was on a record with you called Flawless Remix and you want to treat me like this? You couldn't dress but as a bar? But you got you to gotta think about it. Lil' Kim did a huh? song with Beyonce first. She did? Yeah, she was on uh, Naughty Girl, the remix. Lil' Kim was on it. She was? Yeah, she was. Huh. Like they made a whole video? They didn't make a video, but it was just a song. How do we know Lil' Kim just didn't add her part in it? Cause she didn't. It was uh, no, she didn't. Like they, it was just like, like before what, the release. Like no, was it, like was it released on Beyonce's half? Yes, on oh. Beyonce's half. Okay, whatever. I give her that then. I'm about to say because Little Kim, you know, could just chop up a whole person. No, before. that's the point. And she was trying to make when Nicki Minaj did that whole remake. She was like, "But I, I did a song with Beyonce like back in the day, like." You're not doing anything that I haven't done. But, you know, I'm proud. I'm a Lil' Kim fan, uh, or a diehard Lil' Kim fan. Lil' Kim taught me all about New York. <laughs> Her, Biggie, Julia Mafia, that whole crew. Like, they taught me everything that I used to hear a song. So when I finally got a chance to visit New York and see certain stuff, it was like, oh, shit, that's what, yo, that's the song. You looking like, wait, how do you know this? But nah, um, shout out to Beyonce. She killed. She killed it though. She knocked like out of all the little Kim impersonations, she had each one on lock. Right, like, and it's almost like, scary. Each outfit too. Yeah, that means she got something on her sleeve. She gonna just pop out with something sooner or later. And she do most. Well, well, you're not on Instagram, but her Instagram, she posts like at least two to three times a week. Now and it's like some type of artsy type of form, like her in her different outfits, and it's like not one picture, but it'd be like one picture, and I don't know if you know this about Instagram, but it has like a slash, like a one of them slideshow group, whatever it's called, and then she would post another picture, so it's like a sandwich almost in a way, 
the way it's like set up and i'm like yo she's up to something like yeah she up to something i feel like between now and december i I want to christmas time maybe the end of december yeah something's gonna like she's gonna make an announcement about something i hope i I just could afford it because i'll (laughs) support it I can't. I'm gonna say it right now. Nah, I can't. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'll stay with my uh, D-list celebrities and support them and be in their concerts and screaming my my lungs out. Yeah, me too. With day twenty six. <laughs> um, okay. Take a quick break. And come back. Today's current food system is built on mass production and factories, but Blue Apron doesn't think it has to be this way. Blue Apron Chefs has been working together with local farmers in order to produce healthy in-season ingredients to their customers. Favoring quality over quantity and flavor over shelf life, Blue Apron wants to make sure customers can cook healthy meals with appropriate portion sizes. Blue Apron gives you all the essentials. Inside, everyone is an incredible cook when you use Blue Apron Farm Fresh ingredients. Enjoy step-by-step recipes delivered to your door for $10 a meal. Get your first box $30 off when you visit blueapron.com slash podcast. That's blueapron.com slash podcast for $30 off your first meal. Back. And it's time for consulting with The Cure. Send your listener letters to thecurepodcast.com slash listener letters where it will become anonymous. Or you can email us directly. Well, email me directly because there's no us. He's just temporary. Oh wow! <laughs> see, see the treatment I get. Treat like a red hair step kid. The Kill Podcast at gmail.com. <laughs> you want to read yours? The one that I said? No, I'm mad now. <laughs> well, which one you want to hear? I have one right here. One is called "Break Up, Break Up with My uh, Best Friend" or "Lunch with Coworker." Um, definitely start with the "Break Up with My Best Friend." That's a topic I'm familiar with. Oh boy. <laughs> I've been friends with my best friend since elementary school. We did everything together until I left to go to college. We stayed in contact through college and grew even closer when she moved across the country. Now that I'm graduating back in my hometown and so was she. Now I'm graduating back in my hometown and so was she. I've been noticing we've been more distant lately. Even though we are in the same time, it would be easy to meet up or and just hang out. Our conversations are pretty one-sided now, and I started to realize I was putting in more effort than she was. I asked to hang out and got blown off, um, so I stopped asking. Uh, I text her and get short replies, so I stopped texting. I know she's not busy since I see her post with her other friends quite often. I just can't help but feel swept aside and forgotten i was there when the other friends weren't and now i'm just chopped liver how do i approach this or do i just leave it how it is with us not talking it's been kind of weighing heavily on my mind even though it probably shouldn't be help so you're you're like a pro at this (laughs) (laughs) what are you trying to say (laughs) how can you help this person you you kind (laughs) of You drift from best friends. Oh, wow. What, what would you say? Well, I, I'm going to start with this. Um, sometimes friends are very overrated. They really are. And um, I try to put, I try to not put so much emphasis in the best friend thing. I treat all my friends pretty much the same. So I don't have a best friend, so to speak. But, um, 
damn, you're right. I do have a. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> I know what I'm talking about. Um, <laughs> so, so friends are reasons, seasons, and lifetimes. It's honestly, I even will put that for uh, best friends. Um, it's sad to say that your best friend of whatever years could be your worst enemy tomorrow. I have ran into a couple of those. I even told you, I even hinted about one too on the show. Antoine knows of one. Um, yeah, like for my example, I had a friend since the second grade, and now we don't, we're not in constant communication anymore. But um, we still like check in for once once in a while. But like he was my best friend since the second grade, and I think. I think when we left middle school and we kept in, we kept, we still kept in touch in high school, but I think it was college. It was more so a big of a, like, you know, change within our, like, relationship. Uh, he claimed I got all these, like, new friends and, like, doing all these big things, but that wasn't even the case. Um, it was more so of him, like, you know, like going through whatever he was going through so I would say that I say that to say like maybe it's something your friend is going through right now and she just can't be reminded of the past not saying that it's you but it could be just something that's like keeping her from like wanting to tell you like or keep in contact with you hoping that you will probably fall off the grid so I would say like I hate the I hate the surprise drop-ins but uh like like Drop out her house for one time and like see if she's home, knock on her door and be like, Yo, what's up? No, don't do that. You set yourself up for failure. <clears throat> no, but pretty much the older you get, kind of the less friends you have, and you start to grow apart. You know, your needs in life are elsewhere, hers are elsewhere. She's probably going through certain things, seeking certain things, and she probably form friendships with others that, you know, is just probably not there with you anymore. It's the case. Sometimes we hate to let go people who've been there for a while but it's possible you know I'll say just reach out one time just like try to reach out and just say hey let's go sit down and just like had a have a serious talk and just kind of see where y'all are on the friendship friendship spectrum just see hey you know I'm here in life you're here in life like where's this friendship at and just honestly ask is there's a need for us to keep in contact or should we part ways just no that's all you can do just sit down and over drinks or dinner, you know, friends don't turn out food. That's one way to, hey, let's go out. Let's go grab a bite or something, you know, and try it that way. Try that approach. You know, she said, I'm too busy or whatever. At least you try. And then at some point, you got to just say, say, fuck it. And just surround yourself with the friends that would be there and stop trying to save an old friendship is pretty much dead weight. You should write back because I really want to know if, like, you do do this, but there's a reason of, like, why like you know she disappearing like this um and then also yeah also did y'all have a falling out or something that caused a rift between y'all and just never got back to a point or did she get a boyfriend or something that just kind of you know friends cut you off when they get dates and shit that's what i was that's what i was thinking i didn't really want to say i was either thinking that or (laughs) like even what i i'm like what my friend is doing right now and uh, i even uh I'm not gonna lie. I even did this at one point, like so start like falling in like with your uh friend, 
and like just know that the separation is needed to fall out, out of that like attract like you know being attracted to them but I really want to know so email us back and let us know if, like wh what happened what's or wh why is she acting like this next question you want to give alright so um, the title of this next question is lunch with co-workers my co-workers order lunch fairly often but seem to ask me if I want something mm, only 50% of the time I've been told before that it's because I don't often say yes, but it still hurts when they have good food delivered and I wasn't even given the option to refuse. These people act like they are my friends and can't even extend the simple courtesy to me. How do I deal with this in a professional manner? You honestly set yourself up. I mean, if you, it's like, no offense, it's like what I'm going through now with somebody, <laughs> yeah, no. Um, if you're not gonna open up, your closed mouths don't get fed. Like if you're gonna keep on saying no, I'm gonna eventually, I'm gonna eventually think that and assume that the next time I do something like this, you're not going to want it. So why I'm gonna keep on like getting denied by you? Like you, like you get what I'm saying? Like if if you go keep on telling me no after I keep on, like you know, extending the invite. The next time I do it, I'm just not going to even ask you because I'll go feel like you don't want to be a part of it. You know what? <clears throat> I get where you're coming from, 100%. You, even though you want to say no, I mean, even though you often say no, it's been a friend and it's been coworkers and people that you work in close space with. Give me the option to say no. At least ask. At least extend the invite. You don't know one day I may say yeah, but still ask. You yeah. just wanted to feel needed. But... On the bright side of this, to flip things around, um, so you can be in the mix more often. I think sometimes when you know what days they're about to order lunch, kind of insert yourself in there. Like, hey, what what are y'all having for lunch today? Or you know, just try to see and make yourself more available and open to see like you want to be asked instead of like standoffers and just like, oh, no, no, I'm probably gonna go here. You know, or or start throwing out more suggestions like. Hey, you guys, I'm going to eat from such and such, uh, what everybody likes. I'm kind of like trying to introduce them to stuff that you like or something of that nature. To, you know, to show that you're part of the team, that you don't want to be isolated. That definitely would help a lot. You know, I had to coach myself into doing that sometimes because um, I'm always a no guy. Like, uh, no, nah, I'm not going to do it. So, you know, you got to show yourself friendly and, and open up to being invited or just, you know, just try that. I promise you, it'll work. Mm -mm. I, I, with me, after the if if you told me for like if I ask you three days out the week and you keep on telling me no, don't expect nothing Thursday and Friday from me. Exactly, I, I, that's I just, the thing. I just honestly, you told me no three days in a row. I'm gonna just assume that you don't want to build no like t culture to this organization and <laughs> fuck you. <laughs> but but that's the thing. They're so used to her saying no, so she gotta she gotta take this approach. She gotta try to take the initiative. And the days that she know they order, try to spark that karma up first. Hey guys, like I'm gonna order from here. Would y'all like something? Or you know, or just try. Like put yourself out there, just open up and reverse that narrative, so they don't think you just so closed off. And it's like oh, we're not even gonna ask her. You know, just get yourself out there. That was me recently on my um. And my new job, like I was like, you know, the team always went out for like lunch or whatever. I'm like, yo, why y'all didn't invite me? 
And so uh, one of the girls just started inviting me, like, you know, texting me right beforehand, saying, hey, we're going to such and such. Um, do you want to come? Um, and I say yes most of the time. Sometimes I say no because I, like, either bring lunch or I just, like, don't want to spend. Because around my area, you're spending, like, close to almost $20 for lunch. And I was like, I, and I'd be like, no, nah, I don't want to spend that type of money today. But at least I keep a slight, a consistent pattern of like saying yes and then saying no. So like out of the week now, we go out for like maybe twice a week. Um, But I hope one of our advice helped you. Well, I didn't give you no advice because you you just a negative Nancy. I always want to say no. So <laughs> I gave you some. You can follow my my advice. I, I guarantee you to reverse the narrative. Um. Well, I'm gonna let you go since I know you have to go. So I just wanted him to be part of the pop culture and the uh, um the y'all letters. I'm gonna continue with consulting with the cure. Anything you want to drop? Um. Um. Follow a black boy on Twitter. Um. I'm awkward cyber guy. Um. You know, I'm just a redheaded step child. I only fill in uh, when he's bored. When I when I'm bored, okay. <laughs> when he's bored, whatever. And you just say, "Hey, come on!" No, I'm just playing. Greatly appreciate it. Um, you know, I'll push you and, and harass you to keep recording more often. So, um, yeah. Okay. Well, thank you for stopping by today's show. I'm gonna continue with consulting with the cure after this. All right. Dun, 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 dun. Another special thanks and shout out to Studio Sweden for sponsoring this week's episode of the Care Podcast. Um, they sent me one of their headphones uh, a couple of days ago, and I've been using it to commute back and forth to work. And this headphone is really, really dope. It helps me tone out the crazy people on the subways when I'm in um, commute from work and to wherever I go in New York City, mind your business. Um, <laughs> so let me tell you about the region. The region is their premium on-air model with impeccable clarity in the instrumental tones and well-balanced sound. With 24 plus hours of active battery life and 20 days of standby life, the region is the perfect companion for when you're at home or on the go. I told you it helps me tone, tune out the crazy people in the subway. It will connect to any Bluetooth device, um, but if you don't want to use the um, Bluetooth wireless c- capability, they will give you an auxiliary cord. You can also personalize your region with interchangeable caps such as white or black marble design. The combination of high polished metal and matte surfaces embodies the vision of Scandinavian design. So go on studiosweden.com, that's S-U-D-I-O-S-W-E-D-E-N.com and check out the region and other headphones that they have on their website. Their website is pretty cool, and I think I might purchase one for the holidays. So that's studiosweden.com, and use offer code the Cure Podcast when you checking out to save 15%. Now let's finish the show. So we're back. Well, I'm back. It's just me recording alone. Um, <laughs> so I'm continuing with consulting with the Cure. Um, this question is going to be f- um, is what everybody wants to know. Um, what's going on with the Care Podcast? So you know, I talked about this before. I even talked about this uh, during with the cut when my cousins was there. Um, the Care Podcast is still going on. I, I'm it's more so me 
and my creativity being a quote-unquote creative i guess you could say um i'm just trying to figure out what best like fits for the um care podcast like before like if we was to still continue going we was talking about to have a like a third person more so of a girl so i want to do that still um but so i actually have been let me take this let me backpedal a little so i have been um like talking to people and like doing shows i have shows in the vault um it's more so it was just like if i like want to continue with these people because the cure podcast is <laughs> one two black millennials the keyword black millennials and um a lot of the people who wanted to like you know become on the show uh, are people of the opposite race <laughs> And so I, 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 but I still gave them that chance. It was like two, two whites, and um, I have like three, three other black people, <laughs> or African American, and um, it's, it's weird because it's like you know, you got you trying to find that ick factor, that other, that other half of what the Care Podcast started off as. Like um, it's hard to find somebody probably who fit in his uh foot fit in his shoes because like you can hear like on our show I was, i'm the chill more laid back one he's the high energetic one so i'm looking for that key characteristics within this whole co-host search um i've seen that in one or two people and i'm like narrowing down my options like i said before i'm trying to relaunch the cure for a whole new a whole almost like a whole new show in the beginning of 2018 um i'm going to start i have another group of people who I, who wants to record and like wants to try out so i'm gonna start them this week and uh see if they had that it factor I, I basically if they listen to this i basically just gave them almost a hint on what i'm looking for like i'm the chill more laid back person like kind of guy i'm looking for in a guy or girl um somebody who has that high energy that we could like you know especially bounce off each other as far as like the topics and like you know the questions and all of that and who, who also could bring something to the table because uh, i don't mind like changing what the cure podcast is as well like i, I want to i want to see what other ideas people may have and like see how we can incorporate that into the show um a lot of people has been asking me a lot of close friends and families like yo what's going on are you still doing it this that and third i'm like yeah it's just hard because like <laughs> recording this right now by myself i feel like i'm going crazy and like i'm i'm like stupid <laughs> like because i'm talking to i know i'm talking to y'all but i'm talking at a computer screen looking at the time go by <laughs> and i'm like oh shit like I'm really doing this. It's like I'm talking to myself. Like is this part of like me being crazy? Um, but no. Um, I'm trying to see who has who has the it factor, and it's hard. It's just like hard. Um, I think Loki. Also, I was hoping, like in the month and a half since he quote unquote separate himself for the um, Kira podcast, I was hoping he probably would would have wanted to come back. And like let's say let's try this again because like I said he knows the issues now the issue I'm gonna just keep it real with y'all our communication has been off and it actually always has been off like we we have the same 
we wanted to do this podcast together, but because it's like nobody else really knew what a podcast was in our friend circle. Our families didn't know what a podcast was. So we already did it before with the Block Talk Radio um, era. And um, we the only ones with the interest in it. So that's why me and him like really joined up. Like we did have a bond outside of it, but it wasn't like as great. Um, the podcast kind of made it stronger in the very beginning. Like, you know, all we talked about was how can we improve? How can we improve? What should we do with like topics on um, who should we have on the show? And it, it was honestly, everything just went down here when they all went on that cruise. I, I mean, I'm not trying to like blame that because it wasn't supposed to be like a family cruise, but it all just like went downhill right after that. Um, um, our, our, um, communication got off it was like sometimes it was like felt like I was like he would get mad at me with one thing and I would get mad at him at one thing and then we would just like not talk whatever so that's what caused even like this last the final shrug as you could say of him not even being part of the show anymore um but it was like we both didn't know how to and I guess that's the problem with even like <laughs> as like black men we just don't know how to really express each other's feelings without seeming without seeming soft um like right now i'm feeling uncomfortable like just talking about the situation but um you guys need the truth and i'm guess i'm the only way i could give it to you uh yeah so moving forward guys know what's needed for the cure podcast i need that high energy like i said i'm i'm the laid back person i need somebody to um like you know be that high energy person and like you know very opinionated on certain things um and yeah it's like that's the only like really requirements on to like being the new co-host um you can email if you're interested email the cure podcast at gmail.com give me a about two no three to five podcasts you already listened to you know the concept of the show you know what i'm looking for so um and if you have any ideas that you want to bring we could maybe try it on the episode um but yeah i'm looking to establish a new co-host for the new year in 2018 um yeah so that's it uh follow the cure podcast on all social media facebook twitter instagram um the curepodcast.com um submit questions if you would like um yes give us five stars on itunes uh and yeah that's it so yeah that's it i did a show i'm proud of myself <laughs> doing seven minute dialogue by myself but hey um shop out sponsors as well um that's studiosweden.com and when you check out for a headphone you, you will use offer code the cure podcast um for 15% off and if you shop our sponsor blue apron your first meal is $30 off and yeah um when you go on blueapron.com slash the cure podcast uh guys I did it and yeah follow us on all social media the cure podcast on facebook twitter and instagram uh, check out the website, thecurepodcast.com. I'm making changes to the website since I no longer have a co-host. Uh, his pictures and stuff will still remain there for the time being, but it's going to be as <laughs> what Sam does on her show. Um, 
and put previous co-hosts or old co-hosts. Um, so yeah, tell a friend to tell a friend, continue to tell a friend to tell a friend about the show and tell them, hey, this podcast is looking for a co-host. Anywho, see you guys next week. Big boy.